Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. BC here, another podcast for you, Supreme Being. This is episode, uh, I don't even know, I'm in the hundreds now. And this podcast originally was a different podcast and we had probably 150 episodes before that. So if you're still listening, then I salute you. First and foremost, this podcast is sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. If you guys need anything real estate, reach out to me personally, or you can go to teambcsold.com and shoot me a message. Number two, if you guys are interested in the real estate world and you want to work with me and my team, possibly go to partner with Team BC. Watch the video. If the video makes sense to you, then schedule a call with us and we'll chat. And lastly, Modern Success, my tribe, my peeps. Shout out to them. If you guys are interested in joining my mentorship program and my community, go to briancasella.com. Or if you're tuning in from Instagram on my live, then you can go to the link in my bio, okay? At Brian Casella for all my handles. Let's begin. I made a post um, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, I believe it was yesterday or the day before. Maybe I can't remember exactly when. And I, I wrote this paragraph that it got shared a lot. I mean, it got two or 300 likes and reactions and then probably like 20 or 30 shares. And it was about that you don't, as, in, as an individual, you don't have the responsibility that, um, of bringing other people up and being forced to be put into that position. And I feel like a lot of people get caught in that trap and they feel like they have to pull everybody else up and they have like this obligation to do it. So I want to talk a little bit about that because I've discussed it in the past, but I got so many messages in regards to this one, probably like at least three or a dozen. So I want to discuss it for 20 or 30 minutes with you. Okay. I can tell you personally that I have firsthand experience with this because I, um, you know, decided years ago to change my life and really start reading and really just approaching life from a different perspective and transforming myself, evolving, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Right. And as I started this journey very early on, I started seeing results, seeing myself transform. And I was so excited with the changes that I was seeing in myself that I had this overwhelming feeling to like, you know, tell everybody else like, Hey, you got to do this. You got to do this. Hey, this is what I'm doing. You got to check it out. No, forget what you're doing. Trust me. You got to do this. And it came from a good place. But very quickly, I started seeing that the majority of people um, were giving me a lot of resistance. And I'm like, dude, you see the changes I'm going through. You've complimented me on those changes and you still don't want to do it. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Like if you're a rational human being, you should see this and be like, I'm in, fuck it. Kind of like a, homeboy from the movie, The Wolf of Wall Street. And when he runs into that guy, when he first meets him and he tells him how much money he makes, he's like, dude, if you show me a check for, you know, 50 grand, I'll quit my job right now. Right. You would think people would see the result like that and be like, fuck it, I quit. But they don't. Right. And there's many reasons why, which we'll get into here in a second. But again, I want to tell you, I have firsthand experience with this. And I can tell you from experience and you in your life have also experienced this as well. And in some form or another, whether it's a friend, a family member, maybe in the past, maybe recently, or maybe you will very soon where, you know, you want to help somebody with something, right? This doesn't have to just apply to your personal evolution or your changing as a human being, anything where you want to offer assistance and you know, somebody would want the assistance if they were, you know, again, just a rational thinker and they were logical, but they resist it or they tell you that they don't need it. Okay. And the reason, one of the main reasons, right, if we're going to start pointing out um, some reasons why, the first one is this, is it, it really zaps so much of your time and energy and focus when you do this because 
it, it just eats you alive because you're sitting there saying, man, you know, I have this thing to give you, whatever it is. And people, it's like, if you were to walk around giving people gifts and everybody would just reject it and say, no, I don't want, I don't want the free gift. Like assuming you have no agenda, right. Um, or anything else. And everyone's like, no, I don't want it. No, no, no. And like, let's say you had a hundred gifts to give and no one wanted a gift. You'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with the world? I'm offering a free gift to people and everyone's saying no. So eventually that starts fucking with you. Right. And not to mention the time and energy and focus spent again, now wanting to give these gifts and saying, well, I can't continue my life until I do this. You know what I mean? So that's that. Number two is you have to remember that people have to be in, in a position to want to make the change and be ready to make a change. Okay. And when you come across people, you don't know where they're at. You don't know where they're at mentally, especially that, because that, that, that's the key, right? A lot of times you'll get in dates with people. And even though you present factual information, the other side, for whatever reason, just won't accept it. Well, they're not ready to accept it. They probably weren't before they engaged in the debate. Okay. Same goes with this. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to now, if I'm in a position helping somebody, I'm now trying to force change on somebody and somebody who's not willing to change and doesn't want to change to have the desire to change is not going to fucking change. I don't care if you're presenting them the answer to life. If they don't want the answer and they're not looking for it and they ain't ready for it, they're going to say, fuck off, dude, or that's cool, but take a hike. I'm not interested. Even though you could be sitting there saying, dude, I have, I have the answer to life right here. Like, what the fuck? Okay. Now, the reason people aren't ready is like, uh, imagine like the top of a tree and then you have a lot of branches. There's a lot. Number one is when you give somebody something, right? Like say it's something um, in this category of like bettering themselves or changing their life. There's a process that people have to go through, right? The first part of the process is shedding the old you and then becoming the new you and evolving. So when you shed the old you, a lot of things are going to be shed with it and people aren't ready for that, right? They're not ready to confront that. And instead of just admitting that, they'll make up a bunch of other fucking stories and excuses. But it's really that. They don't want to let go of their old thought patterns, friends, environment, people, right? Career, feelings stories, right? Personal stories about themselves and how they estimate themselves and their self-esteem and their confidence, right? Because now they're venturing into the unknown, which is another piece of this. People are cool with comfortable. That's what they want. That's where they want to be. Even though this is a very inspiring thing, a cool thing, a very thing that they want, like, man, I really want to change and be better. Again, they're looking out into darkness, into a void, right? To in their mind, like a black hole, like, oh, fuck, I don't know what's in there, right? So again, we innately fear the unknown as a human being. As an example, um, let's say I, I took one of you and I put you in a forest in some place that you don't recognize. And I said, hey, you're good. I know it's dark, but I can assure you, I guarantee you, there's nothing out here, right? You're, you're not going to be attacked. Everything is cool, but I'm going to leave you here. And then I leave you in the forest alone. Even if I guaranteed you and you trusted me that there was nothing there, you've never been there. It's dark you're going to be fucking scared. I don't care who you are. Some of you might be more scared than others, but there's going to be that fear. And until you're there for a day or two and no animals come by and nothing happens to you, that's when you'll start feeling comfortable. But that first day and night, you're going to be fucking firing on all cylinders saying, what the fuck, right? Any little noise, you're going to be like, is that an animal, right? Especially at night. So that's the person confronting change. Like, fuck, okay, I want to do it, but it's not comfortable. And again, we've been bred growing up to seek comfort, 
and stay in comfort. You know, make just enough money. Get a place that's just enough for you, right? Like one bedroom, one bath, two bedroom, one bath, or three bedroom, two bath, right? Get a car that's just good enough, right? Take care of yourself just enough to be okay. Everything is just enough, just enough, just enough. And how did they encapsulate that? They said, well, if you go for more, you're an asshole. I, I, I learned from people close to me, not necessarily my immediate family, but growing up that, hey, if you had money, there was no way that you had money and you were successful legitimately. You had to be doing some shady shit. Oh, that person's bad. Don't look at that. That's bad, right? Be happy with what you have. So now you're encapsulated with all these beliefs and philosophies that the way that you are is the only way that you should be. So then when I come in the picture to that person or when those people came into the picture for me and, and they present that new option, you know, instinctually, you're like, I want to do it. But then your mind comes in and fucks with you because of all the brainwashing and conditioning that you've gone through. So now you have the intuition and the inner spirit desiring the betterment, but your mind, the human mind, and the reptile in you, the animal in you, right, is like, no. Because again, you've, you're conditioned, just like you can condition a dog, you know, the whole Pavlov thing, where the, every time they hit the, the bell or whatever it was, eventually, when they kept feeding it, they could just hit the bell and the dog would start salivating because it got anchored in and that sound equals you're going to eat. So we get conditioned too as humans. We do. Whether you realize it or not, many of you are conditioned. Okay. So we have that and we have all these other intricacies in this process. But in reality, when you look at it, there comes a tipping point, right? There comes a tipping point where, and a lot of people either go through it where there's a traumatic event or you just become sick of your sickness, they call it, where you're like, fuck it. Okay. I just, I cannot do this shit anymore. Like I, I just can't do it anymore. I want to change. I want to do this. I want to do that. Right. Now, for me, it was injuries. Boom. I couldn't play basketball anymore. So I got the rug ripped out from under me and I had to reinvent myself, right? In my mid slash late 20s. So I was kind of forced into the change in reality. And it worked out, right? Uh, I look at everything that I did and I had kind of my back against the wall and I welcomed that pressure. And that's, again, what a lot of people run away from because. If we can pick a third category here, it's going to be that. Anytime you do anything like this in regards to changing your life or doing something new, there's always going to be moments spread throughout, some more intense than others, of that pressure. Right? For like, as an example, all the salespeople who follow me, do you remember the first time you made a call? Do you remember the first time you met a client? Do you remember the first time you went into the office? You remember the first time you went to a training? Do you remember the first time that you were learning to get your license, right? If you were in real estate or whatever, all those moments, you probably clearly remember in your, remember in your mind because there was a lot of emotion associated with it. So it anchored to you. And those are like those pivotal moments that you remember, right? So that's going to happen. You're always going to have that pressure on you. And again, we know this innately. We know this. So that's one of the reasons we want to shy away from these things because Growing up, we weren't taught, hey, when you feel the pressure, attack that shit. Now, I did because of sports. So I had kind of like a secret weapon, right? I bred myself and built myself discipline and a lot through sports, right? I had coaches who pushed the shit out of me, right? I wanted to be the best and I had that desire when I was playing basketball. So I forged that within me. So when pressure came, I stepped the fuck up. End of the game came, I'm like, dude, fuck the play, coach. Give me the ball. That was my mentality. Just give me the ball, whatever. I'll, I'll figure out a way to score. Now, sometimes I didn't, and sometimes I did make the winning basket, right? 
but unanimously, regardless of the outcome, when the pressure was on, I stepped the fuck up. See, so you transition now later on in life, improving myself, building my business. Now I'm, I've conditioned myself the opposite way to actually respond to it. So all these little, little details that I'm kind of describing in here is what you need to focus on. So as I'm describing it, you're beginning to see where maybe you need a little bit of work. So that would be your homework is to go and fix some of these things. So if you know, hey, when the pressure's on, I tend to back off. That's something to work on. So you need to purposely as an individual, put yourself in these moments where there is pressure. That way you get used to it because the emotions and the pressure isn't going to go away. You're going to change and respond differently to that pressure. Okay. I love the pressure now of in a week being told between myself and my team that maybe we've lost three or four deals in real estate. I kind of laugh now versus the first time that happened to me as an agent. I thought I was going to have a fucking meltdown. I was like, what the fuck? I just lost like potentially 50 grand or 60 grand. What the hell, man? And then your mind starts going. But again, I've been in that position so many times. Now I laugh. I'm like, okay, in this next week, we'll pick up three or four more. No problem. We'll replace those and some. No big deal. And it doesn't fuck with me anymore. See, but in that moment when you're given the bad news and it piles up, how do you respond to that shit? So again, that's all your conditioning and what you're going to be doing. So you know as an individual where those weak points are, where somebody can poke you and you'll be like, ah, that hurts. It's up to you to strengthen that, to heal that wound so you're strong. The thing is, is you know this as I'm describing it, you're thinking of it and you do know it, but you don't work on it. Okay. So now if we go back to the, the original subject matter here about wanting to help other people, this is what you do. This is what you do. It is more effective and the right way for you to become the example because then you bypass all this stuff. You know why? Because someone else, when they're ready, when they're open to it, they're going to give you a signal, they're going to approach you, or they're going to do something to initiate a conversation with you and start talking to you about, hey, I've been seeing you killing it, man. I'm sick of my situation or I want to make a change. Can you help me? That's the message I'm looking for. Okay. Now I'm still going to test them because a lot of people talk shit and they don't follow through. And I'll say something like this and I recommend you do it too. It's tough love, but it's worth it. I say, look, I appreciate you reaching out because I know that takes balls, but I'll tell you this. Are you, are you really ready to do this? They say, yes. Great. Cause I'm going to assign little things for you to do. And if you do them, I'll help you. But at any point along the way, if you do not do what I ask of you, even one thing, you're cut off because you just demonstrated to me that you don't want this shit. I don't want to hear excuses. You're either going to do it or you're not. So are you in? And if someone's like, fuck it, I'm in. Good. Then I'll take them. And I will take their word and trust them until they break my trust. Then they're gone. Right? Of course, you can make an exception, right? If there's like an earthquake or something and then they can't go to the office, okay, you can make an exception, right? But that's the type of attitude you need to have. Those are the type of people that I want approaching me because that's the person who really wants to change versus the one who's sitting on the fence like, well, let me kind of see what it's like. Nah, motherfucker, you ain't ready to change. No, that, that, that's the fair weather, one foot in, one foot out. I'm going to dip my toes in the water. That's the average mentality when it comes to this shit. And this needs to be how you attack everything. So again, me being the example is how if we, if we take stock of this over the last six or seven years, how I've bettered myself the most, how I've improved my, my mind, right? How I've improved my body, my financial situation, my spirituality, everything. And by me becoming better and focusing and sticking to that, 
in turn, I've helped more people and inspired more people than I ever could. Because there's a lot of people out there who have changed because of me and will because of you if you do this too, who never even messaged me. Sometimes you just see the messages that I share and that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of people who watch my stuff or follow my stuff who never like and never comment, but they're making changes. Good for them. As long as they're applying it, I don't give a shit if they acknowledge me or not. They don't have to. As long as they're taking it and applying it, I would rather get zero acknowledgement and everybody gets better than me get a ton of acknowledgement and nobody does shit. Because that's the way the world is now and that's what the influencers, quote, hate that fucking word. That's what they want. Like my shit, give me credit, blah, 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 blah. And then they have a million people fucking following them that never change. I don't want that. I would rather it be silent, but people just watch my shit and apply it and we have a bunch of fucking beasts out there. Cool. I'm much more happy with that because then I can look around and recognize that and be like, oh, a bunch of beasts. This is great. Because I could give a fuck the acknowledgement you give me. I, I, I really could. I don't care. Because the good or the bad, if you support me, I appreciate it. I really do. But if you don't, okay. No big deal. But that's what we want. See, but if everybody did this, you would say, okay, I need to be the example. I need to not only do it for me, but when, when I do it for me, there's a ripple effect. It helps other people. The more powerful I become as a whole and better and more effective and all these other things that you want, all these traits, it rubs off on people, man. For the person who's looking to become a better communicator, have them come into my office and listen to me speak for a couple of minutes. They'll leave that fucking training or whatever it is, a different person if they really want to change. Or if they come in for whatever it is, communication, this, that, doesn't matter. Or send them my videos and you'll see. Because when they're ready and when they have a genuine desire, they'll make the changes. They'll be like, damn, I got to do it. Just like with everybody that I've studied and all the books that I read and everything else. And I saw them doing it. They just became the best version of themselves. And I said, okay, that's what I got to do, right? They've already blazed the trail. I just need to follow in their footsteps. And that's how it's done. You know, the guy, the, the, the master or the sensei at the dojo isn't out chasing people down to find students and mentees. They come to him and they're like, dude, you're the shiznit. I want to work with you. I'm all in, man. And that, that student is there every fucking day learning and they dedicate themselves to that. That's the people we want. And that's the people that you need to be around. That's the dojo to be in because then those 10 students there that are with the sensei every day are the shit. Follow them over the next six months, year, two years, three years. Those are the next leaders and champions that then become senseis that then pass it on to the next people. It's not the people kind of like, well, I'm just going to come in for a day and kind of check it out. And, you know, I heard and they're standing at the window looking. No, it's the people that are inside doing it. They're the examples. They're the people who are committed, right? So I would ask people, are you the student who's coming in saying, I'm in? Or are you the one standing looking in from the window, spectating over and over at 20 different dojos? Hmm, I'm not sure which one I want to join. And you do that for 10 years. While the one who picked the dojo is in there forging himself and his skills for 10 years. And then by the time you pick the dojo, he's already on a different planet. But even then, even to the person coming in who just happens to walk by that dojo and look in and see those students, they'll be fucking impressed with those people if they're really dedicated, you see? So the better they become, the more like-minded people that they, that they attract, the more people they inspire to better themselves. See, that's how it works. But we have shit backwards here. 
we have the sensei and the students as an example in today's world, trying to run out of the dojo instead of doing their thing and trying to tell people, oh, come, it's the best. You need to come over here and check it out. Oh, this is number one. No, they don't do that. They do what they do. And they let themselves and their performance and what they represent cause that aura to get so big and strong that everybody comes to them. That's what you need to do. That's the right way to do it. Because then if you imagine every dojo doing that, right? And fill in the blank, right? I'm just giving a martial arts example because it's easy. But, you know, fill in the blank. Imagine if every real estate agent is an example and every company did that. We're just going to be the best at what we fucking do. Can you imagine how that would revolutionize the, the industry and the average agent? It would completely change everything. Imagine if everybody did that. That would be incredible, right? You can, you, you can see very quickly that that would make life here and the world completely fucking different. So when we go back again to the original quote of, you know, be the best version, it's a trap to try to run and chase people. You get what I'm saying now. We just discussed this for like 20 minutes and I painted a pretty clear picture for you in regards to this. So in conclusion, right? Because there may be one or two more points. Another thing that comes from the other side will be, well, you know, if you focus on you and building you, you're selfish. No, you're not. How can you be selfish? for living your life the way you want to live and bettering yourself and taking responsibility for it. How the fuck is that selfish? And you know what I tell people? The better I become, the more I can help you and everybody else. So how, tell me, how the fuck is that selfish? If I put myself in a better position to be able to better assist you, how the fuck is that selfish? Please explain to me how that's selfish. With logic and reason, not emotion. Not being a fucking crybaby like most people. Keep the emotion out. Give me with logic and reason why. And you'll hear crickets. So please, ladies and gentlemen, work on yourself. Build yourself up. You'll benefit yourself and those around you, your loved ones and everyone else much more. And the people who want to change will change. But guess what? Not everybody's going to change. It's not your responsibility to change people. It's your responsibility to be the best example of whatever it is that you want to represent and the right people will resonate with it and come and change period end of story okay with that said we'll end it here appreciate you guys supporting and watching supreme being every monday and wednesday 7 p.m pacific standard time we jump on for 20 or 30 minutes as always if you guys need anything real estate you can reach out to me or my team team bc uh, if you guys are interested in real estate and joining my team, possibly go to partnerwithteambc.com. Watch the video. If you like what you see, then schedule a call with us. And lastly, Modern Success, my troop, my tribe, my people. If you uh, want to join us, we do live calls every Wednesday, live events, and a bunch of other fun stuff. You can go to briancasella.com or you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram and click the link there to join. All right, that's it for this one, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.